Hello and welcome to Dealer's Choice, where the dealer is always right. Uh, <laughs> as usual, uh, I am joined by my two good friends, uh, Zach and Morgan. How are we going, guys? Great. Great, Nosh. Well, so happy. Zombie month. Mwah. Perfect. I know. I know. Spooktober really has been going from strength to strength. After the success of Cargo, <laughs> uh, what we watched this week uh, was uh, Paul W.S. Anderson's 2002 classic, Resident Evil 1. So, uh, <sighs> I guess, uh, who would like to summarise for the listeners what this film is about? Oh, so many things. It touches on so many topics. Really. It does. It's so deep. Yeah. You it, know? it really strikes to the heart of <laughs> <laughs> so much Morgan, you go. I can't. It's 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 a scathing indictment on the uh, power of big corporations. Oh, <laughs> naturally, naturally, magnifique. And their secret underground laboratories where they do uh, illegal experimentation. Honestly, in the hive. <laughs> uh, it's called the hive. Please use its name. Oh my god, this movie is about an evil corporation that. Is I've I've got to talk about this as well because this was one of the funniest things I think I've read. There's at the very start of the movie it starts with confidential report, <laughs> yes, <laughs> which I loved. But this company, Umbrella Corp, mm-hmm. is the leading supplier of medical care and sorry, medical products and yes. healthcare. Yes, which I think I think that means they employ doctors, but they also supply them with. They the do drugs. it all. They do it all. Leading, by the way. But they are also only turning a profit because of their secret military experiments, <laughs> which instantly made me think: if they are the biggest supplier of medical te- like products in the world, and they aren't turning enough of a profit, they are a terrible corporation. I mean, how did they get to become the biggest? They obviously offered the lowest prices, and they were able to do that <laughs> from their illegal deals. But Morgan, Walmart is like one of the biggest companies on the planet, and they offer low price. Like they're just a shit corporation, clearly. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's just See, terrible. Medical, it's all a cover, Zach. But you know, they're all the, the biggest. They stuff. can't be a cover. They can't it's all be a cover. Everyone and just be not. <laughs> it's there's so no money in medicine. Money. Okay, there's love, no money. There's no money in medicine. It just doesn't. Apparently, work. there's apparently, no money there. It no is money. not a trillion dollar industry at all. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, it's odd because it feels like they were like, yeah, let's do everything um, cheap so that way we're not making, we're, we're, we're not making as much money. And then they're also not, they're, they must be paying their employees pretty well because that's normally where companies that when they want to cut their prices, they skim off the difference, but all their employees are paid well. So what their last resort was to, you know, do illegal experimentation and sell they to the military. To pay their employees to live underground away from <laughs> society. <laughs> They, they didn't live down there. That was just their... Yeah, they, they did. They did. They did, <laughs> did, they did they live down there? That was in the movie. Oh, it's so good, man. I, I, I think you might hear what I've just said and think, he doesn't like this movie. That's incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit concerned, Zach, how you treat the confidentiality of the oh, report yes. so cavalierly. <laughs> it was just... Uh, just You're just talking about it nonstop. Yeah, this um, podcast goes out to like five people. Oh, no. <laughs> Umbrella's breaching com- the covenant <laughs> Oh no! Look, if Umbrella is efficient at silencing me as they are at running a company, I'm fucking fine. <laughs> well, I'm I don't fine. know. It seems like they just let the AI make a lot of decisions. 
God let the it. creepy tra- child AI do it. Because, like, yeah, it just seemed like there was no one running that the hive. It's just like all oh, everyone's an employee, and then the the um, robot was like, "Yep, nope, no chain of command here. I'm just gonna do my thing." <sighs> oh yeah, uh, Nosh, you picked this movie for us. I did, my beautiful boy. Why did you pick this movie for us? Because I loved it when I was about fifteen, <laughs> sixteen. Uh... Did you play the games? <laughs> No, I didn't, but I loved... I, I have a box set of the first three Resident Evil films. <laughs> and ever since I've been going back as they get... Some, I think there's like six now in the thing. But I absolutely loved those those three films as a, uh, you know, dumbass teenager. Um, and then coming back to watch it with you guys, because I was like, you know, I was like, I remember it being a fun, violent, you know, sort of thing. I was like, that's exactly what you want in a zombie film. Let's, it just sounds like the perfect uh, zombie film to bring to Spooktober. <laughs> and when I was watching it, it was less violent than I remembered and less fun than I remembered. Um, <laughs> so it was a real big disappointment for me. Uh, I was like, there were things that I was grabbing from the subsequent films that I was expecting to come in here that didn't come in. And I was like, oh. I had a bit of that. I was like, I was like, when does she do the big fight scene in the middle of the atrium against herself? When does that happen? That's not this movie. <laughs> I was like, when does she find out she's a clone? Not yeah, this movie. Not this movie. <laughs> when does she fight Wesker from the video games? Oh, that's not in this movie. <laughs> no, not in this movie this either. Movie, this movie paves the way <laughs> for the others. In fact, I'll, I'll, I'll take a phrase from Alex here. This movie puts a lot of the groundwork in. <laughs> the rest of the franchise. The underground work. All uh, the other movies stand on its shoulders. It does. It does. It does a lot of the heavy lifting. Um, Just uh, adding on to what Alex said, this movie reminded me of another movie we watched because I hadn't seen this movie. And then uh, we watched it and I was like, you know what? This is like the one I can tell that Morgan, when in his teenage years, would have loved this movie. And it's got the similar soundtrack. It's very similarly uh, lit and like color corrected. I was like, yep, this is, this falls in that. Like, like I didn't mind it this time, but like Morgan, teenage Morgan would have loved this movie. And that's like a category Mm. that at the moment, the one probably our wonderful friend Josh also occupies. (laughs) Did he do the one? The guy directed. Now, if Paul W. S. Anderson did, I thought, I thought he might have. Maybe that. I was a little bit concerned that. when I got the DVD out because I have it in hard copy because you know, uh, you know, physical media for life, and it said on the back cover, from mm. the director that brought you Alien versus Predator, mm. brings you now the zombie film for the ages. I was like, fuck. oh boy, fuck yes. What I was like, oh boy, what a champion. Uh, no, he did the original Mortal Kombat film though mm-hmm. in 1995. He also did Event Horizon, which has shocked me. Zach loves Event Horizon, less so. <laughs> Not after this movie, I've just in recent like months or years, I've just been like, eh, it's good and it's bad. Mm. Anyway. Um, I don't know if we got to like the like the key, like the 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 propelling force of this movie. And it's basically like a, a virus. Someone steals some form of like chemical warfare. T-virus, like T-virus. T-virus. From an underground, like military grade base. And then yeah. releases it uh, and infects all the employees. And then an AI kills them all off. And then this is about the group that shuts the facility down, break back in. And the company sends in a group of like mercs to clean up or find out what's going on. And our main character has been hit by some kind of, poison gas that's wiped her memory so she gets picked up by this merc group and taken into the facility she's apparently a security guard for the facility or something 
Correct. I'll, yes. I'll be honest. The first 15 minutes are really not bad at all. I was like, they're kind of fun, exciting. The first thing she does is kind of very clever. And I was like, oh, that's that's indica- like indicative of the fact that she's a smart person, even without her memories. Cool. Like she she goes, so she looks in the mirror to find out who she is. She goes to a table. Something's written on a note. So then she tries to write the same thing to see if that's her handwriting. And she figures out it's not. I was like, that's like surprisingly clever. So, something to do. And a really nice little cat. And a that level is never reached again throughout the course of the movie. I promise you that. Like, never, ever does it hit there ever again. <laughs> no, it really doesn't. Uh, I was going to say, do you want to do uh, goods and bads? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, she seems so disheartened. I, I had fun watching this. I'm glad that you showed this to me. I, I, This was like, I don't know if it was because I just watched it this morning and I was in a particularly good mood, but I feel like I'm. this is unfortunately one of those ones that I think if we'd watched together, it would have been a lot more fun. I think so, yes. Yeah, that's I feel like I feel disappointed. <laughs> I feel like I've let you down. I've oh, let Spooktober no, down. This is not a... <laughs> oh, no. No, she didn't let Spooktober <laughs> down at all. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, no, this has been on my list to watch, so I am glad I finally had an excuse to get around to doing it. I feel like number two and number three, I don't know, I'll have to watch them as well. Because I didn't remember liking the trilogy, the original OG trilogy as a whole. So maybe maybe it gets I, better. Maybe I'm really, upwards and upwards. I really kind of want to watch the rest of them to see if he does get better through all the movies. Because I would love that. Because there's absolutely, like, action schlock in here that I fucking adore. So if that was, like, the whole movie, or it just got better and he had, like, a bit more money and a less... Like, there's oh, a lot they of get cardboard more sets. There's they a lot get... of cardboard sets that I just kept seeing. Like, it was very good. Um, yeah, there's more money as we go along. And Resident Evil, the final chapter, is, uh, I think, the sixth film. Oh, so much money. It's, just thrown it's at not that. the last one, is it? <laughs> yeah, the final chapter is the last film in the franchise. Yeah, yes. but there's been like a... There's been a final chapter in a lot of franchises. Like, I'm sure there's a Halloween final chapter and there's also like a <laughs> Freddy final chapter. It doesn't mean anything. Well, they're actually <laughs> rebooting the whole franchise now. So there's Mila Djokovic isn't going to be in it. Oh, so that's she's a shame. in six films and then they're going to reboot and not have her in it at all. Um, I don't know. I feel like I want to kind of see the other films to see if I was just a real dumbass teenager or if there's actually some joy to be had in those films. But um, let's talk goods and bads to start off with. I'll, I'll start some good, shall I? Try and find some good amongst this muck. I liked uh, Michelle Rodriguez's character, uh, Rain. I like Michelle Rodriguez, but she's effectively playing a character from... Oh, uh... Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Michelle Rodriguez is one of my least favourite actors on the planet. (laughs) (laughs) And you say character she's playing. She has never in her entire career played a character. She plays the same person every time. The same thing, and she gets paid millions for it. And I... uh, 100% 100% it's jealousy. I just do not like her for it. <laughs> yes. If you can get away uh, well, with it, why not? Exactly. <laughs> but I do want to mention one thing that might make this film a little bit better for you is that uh, Paul W.S. Anderson, who directed this film, his first cut of this film was much more gory. There was a lot more nudity involved, and the studio made him strip it back to get to the film that we've seen. And he promised that he would release a director's cut 
and never has released a director's cut of this film. And so I kind of want to release the Anderson cut of this film and maybe it would be better Let's and more in it. keeping with his vision. Unfortunately, there's no Twitter storm behind me uh, tweeting, uh, you know, release the Anderson cut. Of um, the very first <laughs> Resident Evil film, which has six subsequent sequels. I'm okay with that, Nosh, that the Anderson cut never comes. <laughs> I think that if he's released six other movies... He's not involved with all of them. He's involved with four out of the six. Well, my I thoughts are, them, yeah. if they were that successful and he's then decided, maybe I don't need to release the director's cut, maybe he doesn't need to release the director's cut. <laughs> okay, okay, I guess. Uh, and one little thing, Zach, for your... Uh, you know, you love video games. I can take them or leave it. But there are a few little things in this film mm. that hints at video game sort of, you know, <clears> things... <throat> Oh, no, I know. <laughs> so, like, for instance, one bit that I noticed watching it this time is uh, there's a scene where a bunch of people go into a corridor and they uh, end up being killed. I'm sure we'll get to how it's they cool were killed scene. at some point. Um, it's probably one of the best scenes Famous in the scene. movie. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and they're all dead on the ground. Yeah. And then we come back to that corridor later and they're not there. Mm-hmm. Is that supposed to be me, evocative of the fact that, like, textures and character and like models just fade out in video games because they can't load them in the entire time <laughs> correct right. correct they don't it actually was not explain a continuity error no continuity error it's deliberate i mean they directly reference it in the movie like they're gone yeah <laughs> is there an in-world explanation for where their bodies go no because it's a what? video game movie <laughs> And little things like the Red Queen was never in any of the video games. I know. <laughs> and that she was brought in later because they were referring to the films. And I was like, isn't that nice? A, a film based on a video game adding to the texture of the video game and the video game is, you know. <clears throat> Do you want a little bit more? Some transmedia storytelling. Do you know that the Resident Evil games and a few Japanese games from the period, they're actually based on schlocky action movies of the time all the all the original characters they're these like 2d action characters because they're just based on movies that the guys who made the games liked a lot so the idea that it was a video game that was drawing from a lot of tropes from action and zombie horror that then got made into a movie i'm sure that that might please you quite a lot because it was you know inspired by movies and it's come full circle so there you go exactly i i, I like that i like that a lot um <laughs> So there, yeah, they're my positives. Oh yeah, Morgan, go for it. Um, positive. I enjoy. It's hard, I know. Um, I like the soundtrack. It's very. Uh... <laughs> Soundtrack's kicking. Yeah, metal, grunge, rock. It's good fun. Fuck yeah, baby. Uh, and yeah, most most of the performances are like fine. If to like, that's it. Nothing really like fell flat for me. It was just like, yep, they're doing their thing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's all I got for you. <laughs> um, I fucking loved the terrible CGI. That's not my positive, <laughs> but I was laughing every second that that CGI monster was on screen. And there's also like this CGI rendering of the hive that shows this little hill with these terrible 3D trees. And yes. I was laughing so hard. I loved it. But my positive is actually the ele- elevator scene. And I have a note in here that says, 
Nosh brought us another Elevator movie. <laughs> I was watching, I was like, Speed! I was actually saying... Yeah, the start of this movie also made me think of Speed. Like, I think that was the best part of this movie, where it was like this, the way they set up this movie with all the workers and stuff. I'm like, I really enjoyed it. Like, there's the guy who gets the coffee spilled on him and he's having a really bad day. I'm like, yeah, can relate. First 10 minutes of the movie, great. <laughs> and and the scene where she puts her head out, she goes, I can get through. I was just cringing the whole yeah. time, just going, I know where it's going! <laughs> I do like that they trick you because it goes down and then it stops and then it goes back up. It's like, <laughs> yeah, and she's and she's there and like inches from the ground and she's like, oh, I'm safe. And it's like, oh, no, you're not. Up you go. Uh, yeah, that's, that was good. That's like a consistent motif through this. Is it motif through this movie where he'll set up one jump scare and then he fakes it out with a different jump scare? He does it every single time. And I, I can only think that's because he was annoyed with jump scares. Maybe, but the jump scares weren't good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I was scared by any of them or surprised by any of them. No, no, the, no. The, the scene that was the most scary was the elevator scene scene for me because I was so like terrified for that lady who got gets her head just fucking clean chopped off. And that doesn't involve a single zombie, so yeah, it's a uh, it's a real highlight of a zombie film when you're scared by an elevator. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh I think oh. we've had enough of a love fest for this film. <laughs> we've had Let's... barely any love. <laughs> Let's jump into some negative, shall we? Uh, I could go for it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, go, go, go. Oh, Michelle Rodriguez annoys me. <laughs> <laughs> she, just, she plays a two-year-old. Every single character of hers is just this angry bully who, who just is like, well, fuck you. And she's always looking up through her like eyebrows at everyone as if... They've pushed her on the playground, and that's it. That's her character. Just bare bones. That's all she's got. There was one line she delivered where she's, like, dying, and they're carrying her out to the train. She goes, after this, I'm going to get laid. And I was like, oh, well done. That's 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 okay. <laughs> but then part of you's like, no, you're not. Uh, you're not getting out of this alive. <laughs> that was going to be one of my positives is she dies. <laughs> For the longest time, they're like, hey, you've been bitten. And they were just treating it like normal, even though they'd been told not. And it's like, why are they acting like... And it's like, oh, but then we find out at the same time that they realize that there's a cure. But it's like, you, you were but acting... Like, yeah, but they were acting like they knew that whole time. They were like, oh, yeah, you've been bit. It's fine. But it's like, the Red Queen told you <laughs> no, that that's a bad thing. It was, it was odd. It was so manipulative. odd. That's manipulative true. Manipulative Red Queen. You know, it's the Red Queen giving them all the facts. <laughs> Is the Red Queen manipulative? I think she's pretty straight about everything. I think she doesn't lie to them once. You're all going to die down here. <laughs> Why doesn't she have that conversation she has in the middle of the movie before they shut her down the first time? Why doesn't she be like, hey, by the way, I'm keeping all these zombies locked up. If you shut me down, they're all released. Yeah, I don't know. Because uh, it's spooky. <laughs> the film had to happen. Do you uh, have more a... negatives for us, Zach? Or is that it? Uh... That's your big one? Uh, I I could come loop back to me. All right, I want to get into one because you know this is uh it's Spooktober twenty twenty one. It is the podemic, and it is uh, about zombies. And uh, my big negative for this movie is the zombies. <laughs> um, so I get that, like, yeah, they weren't going to be like super horrific looking, but they did. They were pretty plain and ordinary. 
And they did something that I really, and I always notice it, and that's why it annoys me, and I notice it a lot, is that so the idea is like, so you have the zombies, it's like you bite to pass along. That's perfectly understandable. But then you have the zombies where they clarify, it's like, no, they have a hunger, they like to eat flesh, and they say that in this movie. And then you see a couple of people who get attacked and bitten, and then they appear later on, they have been attacked. They have been tried to, the zombies have tried to eat them, but they've just scratched them up and maybe bit them a couple of times, but haven't actually eaten any of them. And they've just left them there to turn. And that is one of my least favorite things is like, they like to eat people and they never do. They just bite them and like claw at them. And then you see them disappear. And then they come back later as like a zombie with no limbs missing or nothing. And it's like, oh I God. hate it so much. Do you know what movie is actually good? I think it's showing that is Zombieland is like, they actually fucking devour people yeah. in Zombieland. They like rip into them, which is great. And then there's Shaun of the Dead, where um, uh, mm. Bernard Dude, Black, what's his name? Apart, yeah, yeah, he gets his like stomach and ripped apart. It's like, yeah, normally when someone gets pulled away like that, it's like, oh yeah, you assume they're getting eaten, and then you see them later and they're back, and it's like, well, they haven't really been eaten. <laughs> I thought that's what was going to happen to him. I'm like, oh cool, we get to see him. Ri-. Nah, <laughs> just this weird dramatic slowness because JD, who I don't give a shit about. <laughs> Is dying. Yeah. <laughs> maybe in the Anderson cut. Maybe we maybe saw some more. I don't maybe, know. Maybe the Justice League comes in. I'm not a big fan of when they commit to like, yeah, we want to, they eat, but they also turn and we need more turning people to turn than get in. It's weird. And then it also brings like, there should be like more gore in this movie, I reckon, which is we've already addressed, but I reckon it, it needs it to add a bit of, you know, maybe that would make the zombies more like, I wasn't scared of the zombies. I was always just like, oh, that's, this is an inconvenience. You just need to get it. Like these people, I don't know. It was odd. Like, big spoilers, but they've got, like, a gigantic claw monster, which is from the games. But they've got, like, this fucking huge... And the whole thing in the games, you actually see that fucking dude cut people in half. But you don't see that. <laughs> like, you could be... That thing is just not menacing. <laughs> it's barely aggressive. No. And part <laughs> of the thing that annoys me is how blatantly they set up a sequel. It just oh. felt a very arrogant film in the sense that it got to the end... And if I was in control, there's no way you'd be getting a sequel. As much as I love the other two films, or you know, did love in the past, there'd be no way you'd be getting a sequel in my books. Yeah. And they just blatantly set it up, the guy. With the it's scratch. also like, it does the thing where like, so I, I do my research and I read, I like, I go on the IMDb and I look up the movies and I'm like, the second one, I'm like, oh, it's like, she wakes up in a hospital and then I'm like, okay, cool. And then this movie, like, goes into the start of the next movie. I always, I'm always like, wait, what? It didn't end with a black. And then like, maybe she went, it's like literally like it bleeds over. And it's like, this will pick up directly. Like they'll probably play this exact scene at the start of the second movie. And I was like, bold choice. <laughs> always a bold choice to do that. If I remember correctly, the second movie is actually quite a lot better. Um, and that guy who gets scratched, that's another reference to the games, which is a good reference. Cause that's like, an actual menace you can put into a movie. And I, I want to watch it now because I think that movie is quite a bit better. <laughs> the Nemesis program does come back later on. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yes. So they were teasing that. <laughs> and I was really, it was really weird. Jason Isaacs is in this film for like a blink and you miss it. He's one of the doctors in the hospital. He's like, oh, quickly, let's take him into the Nemesis program. And I'm like, Jason Isaacs, is that you? I was like, you're not. <laughs> Of the other films. Well, the uh, fucking antagonist uh, in this movie is this like really good actor. I can't remember his name, but he's been in so much shit. And he's in the old HBO show Rome. And he's he's like an excellent actor. Like you're genuinely fantastic. And he's just so shit in this. 
and I can only think it's the direction because Mila Djokovic is terrible as well. She's so fucking like she doesn't respond to anything except for right at the end when this I suppose boyfriend of hers gets taken by the the dudes. She does care about life a lot, and she he's like the only other person left, but she doesn't remember anything. Yeah, and he's like the only person left. It's like, and she's just like bored, and I'm like. Sorry, she's, like, screaming at the end because they're taking her away somewhere. I'm like, fuck, that's the most you've reacted this entire movie. <laughs> yeah. To anything. I just got and... killed by dogs at one point and it didn't matter. <laughs> uh, i got to say, that's a positive. I didn't mind those dogs. Yeah, I thought dogs. that was kind of cool. Um, that, was, was... A, that was a positive. Yeah, and had that, like, born ultimatum vibe where it's, like, uh, the memory. It's, like, you just act and you do it, but you don't remember why or how you learned it. Which is like, I love it. That's always fun in the first Bourne movie where it's like he's figuring out that he knows all this stuff, but he's like, what? I don't remember. But it is weird. Yeah, the whole memory thing is something we should get into. But um, yeah, if there's no more negatives, we have delved into spoils a little bit, but probably <laughs> past this point, we're going to be getting real oh, into this you, movie to discuss it. Fucking gives a shit. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> it's Resident if you, Evil, If man, you like... give a shit, leave now, but we, we're figuring you probably don't. <laughs> Oh my god! It's nineteen years old. Can we not uh, like say? So... Honestly, kind of skip this movie and go for the other ones. Like fucking, what's in here? The laser corridor, maybe, but at the same time, it should have been a lot gorier, and it should have shown a lot more, and it just mm. didn't. And it was like, and I was also, I thought, I swear, there was a scene in here where she dodged through the laser co- gate, but she doesn't, and I was so shocked. I'm like, it's just never used again. And I was like, what? what? I feel like they go back to the hive. They have in- to. In, in a film, in a future film. So maybe that's... That it has to be it, yeah. That's blending it. in. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, the... I, I oh, think no, that corridor scene is probably the best scene in the entire movie. So, yeah, while we're getting into it, I like the corridor scene. I think it's good, but it brings me to another negative and it ties in with the zombies as well, is that it does knock off, like, three people in, like, one go. I think it's three, which is, like, yes. I would have much rather they, like, do other movies where they d- drab them out one at a time so we maybe get some people getting ripped apart or dying. But it was just, like, three gone, and then you kind of left with the same people for quite a long time period of time after that. Do you know yes. what movie does almost the exact same thing, if I'm remembering correctly? AVP. <laughs> <laughs> AVP, there's this like long stretch where there's all they're all fine, and then like the entire team just gets fucking knocked out in like one scene. But the good thing in AVP is you're there to watch the monsters fight the monsters, so it doesn't matter that the whole team gets fucking ganked. Yeah, it's it was just like I know it's pretty like formulaic and obvious when people get picked off one by one, but it allows you to see stuff. And maybe I could have seen some more zombie action, but no, like these, like it's a cool scene. But did they have to waste three people so that then the rest stay alive for majority of the movie? Even Mm. the one who we think dies at one point comes back to then die again later. Like it was like oh, we could have had all these disposable people, but we didn't. I also fucking loved the soldiers in this because they act. Except for the captain, dude, almost entirely unlike soldiers. They're not professional. They are shit scared of everything, even though they are work for the Umbrella Corporation. Yeah, I was like, what have they been they doing previously? They're be aware that there are like bad illegal military experiments going on. They're like, we, maybe we don't know what's happening, but we should have some vestige of like shit's going to get fucked up. But they are terrified of everything. And it's like, what? what is wrong with you? <laughs> How are you soldiers? How do you get paid to do this? <laughs> I did like, there is one scene in the corridor where one guy gets his legs cut off. And you're like, okay, that's cool. And then the other one tries to jump it. 
And so, like, the laser's going across the floor, about to cut him in half. He goes to jump it, and it goes, ah, fucking gotcha. It lifts and then slices him uh, up at the torso. I was like, yeah. At what point, why wouldn't the Red Queen just be like, hey, by the way, I'm just trying to stop the outbreak from leaving the building. (laughs) She's she's the child, Zach. She doesn't know. They seem to enter pretty okay. There was was not a lot of things stopping them from getting in. Yeah. Was there? For someone who's supposed to contain... Lock down the underground train. Lock down the entrance from the underground train station. Because also, the the monster at the end comes through the roof. Like, where where did that go? That's just a big old hole in the roof. Is that like... It's just so Why odd. didn't it get outside? Yeah, it's so <laughs> weird. <laughs> Fucking amazing. I just like... So little effort. I, I know what that was. They were sitting there going, what do we do about this hole in the script? And Paul WSA is like, fucking hot. What? We're shooting today. What are you talking about? <laughs> Shoot it. Get the fuck out of my face. What are you talking about? We haven't got the money for this. We've got like $10 million and I've spent it all on the set. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Get out of my face, you idiot. <laughs> well, him and Mila Djokovic start dating shortly after this film. Just oh, sort yeah. of want to throw that out there. I know about uh, that. He was, I don't know if they're still married, but yeah, she's. Know. She was his wife, and that's why she was in every fucking movie he made for a very long time. It's fucking shame. I, I, I just don't understand how she's so bad in this movie because I like I really like Fifth Element, and she's mm. great in Fifth. That is Miller Jokovic, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Class, yeah, she's great in Fifth Element, but she just is not good in this movie. Is it? It's like is it because of the whole memory thing, which is all like you have this whole memory loss the whole time. It's it was weird. It, it, that's the thing is like kind of starts and like she has memory loss and there's like this other guy who was in the house with her that's just getting dragged along and we learn that he's like it's like a lot going on that's kind of just develops but it means it doesn't end up really meaning anything what a terrible antagonist as well (laughs) like he the other guy who's in the house with her who was her fake husband who's the other mercenary who's set up in this house to protect it by the way why would you protect the entrance to your secret underground base through a, a like a, a civilian mansion? Why not just have a building? Why not just have a umbrella corp building there just to say, by the way, this is just where we do our shit, and no one else has to know about the because the six then mile the, because it, then it's under the go- the umbrella, and the government have to come and inspect it. Whereas this is secret, and now the government doesn't know about. It, so they they're not they're not have to show the government all their illegal stuff. That's a good point. I don't think the person that came up with the mansion thought about that. <laughs> I'm pretty and the sure train the mansion... is an emergency exit. So it's an emergency exit through the mansion, right? So you're defending an emergency exit. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. And also, she's the most capable mercenary they've got. But by the way, your house is equipped yeah. with a nerve agent that will remove your memory. <laughs> But it's also like, she's very good at her job, but all she so does all day is just protect a door that might never get used. Like, surely you have a better use for her. Outstanding <laughs> shit. It's amazing. And just to backtrack, you were talking about um, the villain played by James Purifoy's intentions in this movie. And so it, it's revealed. So she is working with an insider. They're going to try and steal the T-virus and or leak it to the press and stuff. And then he's like, in like she's got a relationship with this guy who's her colleague. They're both bodyguards, and he overhears this, and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna steal it first. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna sell it instead. Which you're against. We know you're against because you want to leak it to the press. But I'm gonna sell it, and then we're gonna use that money to go and live our life together because you won't have a problem with that. Even though you were trying to do the right thing, I've done the wrong thing. But it's for us. It was like, 
dude, what? You're not thinking straight, man. She's not going to like that. And like the whole movie before he gets his memory back, he's acting like he knows what's happening. Mm. Like he sees the zombies and he just doesn't react. He's like real cool, calm and collected. That's and the I'm thing like, is, oh, I was like, he oh. already knows. He didn't, he didn't lose his memory. Yeah, he's pretending, right? Like that was my, me the entire time. I'm like, he's pretending. He knows exactly. But no, just generally. Just not it. That's just not how that's not how it played out. That's just not how it played out. <laughs> Would have been better if maybe he was. No, she seemed like you really enjoyed the film, so I'm glad that that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> and there was the guy who was in handcuffs like most of the film. I was like, poor guy. Like, give he's him a from, gun, would you? He's from Battlestar Galactica, yeah. and he's great in Battlestar Galactica. Not in this, I, I think. <laughs> but in this, I, I've got to assume it's the director. I got to because just so many actors just do shit. Uh, and, and they're good actors, so I have to assume it's Paul W.S. Anderson, who's crap. <laughs> this isn't his first movie. Like, <laughs> Yes, he has. He did have a few under the belt before doing this. Oh, no, it's yes. like, uh, come on. <sighs> there were just so many plot holes. Like, why are you keeping the CGI monsters in a room called the dining hall? I know. Is that know. just extra level of like subterfuge? Red Queen was, is like that was a an experiment that fucked up. Get rid of it. <laughs> just, yeah. just burn it. That's the thing is just like burn it. the Umbrella Corporation. It, I feel like the it's meant to be like yeah, they're profit. They're seeking profit by selling to military, but it comes off as literally like we no, we want to destroy the world. We are creating all this evil. We want to unleash it, and it it it. it does it comes off as just being like a nefarious corporation, like with no, it's like money's not the problem. We are just making all this stuff because we want to bring on the end of the world. I gotta say that's in the games too, so I don't know if that's. Well, reading <laughs> the false. movies, reading the movies, that seems to be what happens is like they get like as the movies progress, they are pre- like that's what they want. They want the end of the world, and they protecting their interest. And I'm like, so you're not about money. You're about like completely yeah. different. You're about ending the world, which is like okay, cool, that. but like don't tell me they're in it for the money then. Oh, it's so good. And what was the original plan for the T-virus? So you built this virus to do what? I think the idea, so I went deep into the wiki because- Oh, you did? Okay, okay. The idea is to build soldiers. Like they just need bodies and these are like meant to be soldiers. They can't die. Yeah, they can't die. And then like, I believe, and this is, there is like later on in the movies, there is like, they literally have zombies who are like dressed as soldiers and can fire guns and shoot stuff like that's further on. And they have that, which is probably what they were trying to achieve here. And they got to it eventually, but I'm like, this is wild. Like the more you dive on this week, it's insane. It's that's like the best plan ever because you know, it's a lot easier and a lot more straightforward and and, and a lot cheaper than that. Hire soldiers. (laughs) Pay soldiers. Soldiers die, Zach. Yeah, yeah, but soldiers don't also eat your entire side to stuff <laughs> before you find the correct. You know what I mean? Like that, yes. that. Yeah, it probably cost them a lot of money. There was a lot of talent in that building, <laughs> a lot of <laughs> a lot of uh, knowledge and intelligence. Yeah. And they're supposed to be like the world's leading supplier of medical supplies. So like they're already at the top of the spectrum, but apparently there's just a lot of money sloshing around. I think that's, for this virus. I think that's another thing I would have liked in this movie is I got the impression like this is just a facility full of like expendable people. It would have been nice if there was like a control room that had like some higher ups, some important people, and they were like locked down and holding out, and maybe the team were coming in to get them or something. Like this idea of like because otherwise I'm like it's just a room full of like all these expendable scientists. Like it would have been nice to have like this hierarchy, maybe like a man in charge or like some people that are a bit more important. 
honestly, it's, I feel like it's just the movie overreaching its budget. Like, it, it, it really wanted that, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it just really desperately wanted to have exactly what you talked about, Morgan. It should have just been in the mansion. It should have 100% just been in the mansion. And then you find out at the end, oh, she gets taken away to the hive. That would have been a lot better because in the second movie, then you've got more money and you find out there are a lot more of these creatures than like the seven that are in the mansion or whatever, but whatever. So I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to unravel their plan. So they get a notification that the Red Queen has locked down the hive and maintained containment protocol and executed that and then locked that down. And so their first plan is to send in a bunch of uh, military people back into the hive. See, it wouldn't, I don't know, wouldn't you send like a like a drone or like a little robot that couldn't be infected? If it's containment, I wouldn't be sending humans in straight away. Well, it also, it, they also just, it seems like they assume that the Red Queen has gone rogue and that like it's acting out of its, but it's, it's just doing its job. Maybe you should yeah. check that first instead of just assuming, oh no, it's, the robot's bad. It's like, no, you've got a lot of dangerous shit in there. Maybe check that first. Wouldn't you set it up? Because they, they can sense that the Red Queen's gone rogue. But how do they know that that... Like, should, should, is she sending that message? That she's gone rogue? No. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> I don't think so. Who's told them that? And if they've got access to someone giving them information or a system giving them information in this facility, why isn't the Red Queen doing that? Why isn't she going... <laughs> Alt T virus escaped. Too dangerous. Shutting down. Purging building. Do not come near. <laughs> Why isn't she saying that? And then it's like, well, couldn't you ask the Red Queen to do like a diagnostic remotely? Can you send us the outcome of your diagnostic, Red Queen? Uh, Unfor- uh, yeah, that's a really easy hook because then it could just be like, you- that's such a much better, more interesting hook. Is if someone's having a conversation with someone who's titled Red Queen. And they're just saying facility, you know, uh, compromised, shut, shut down, enabled, uh, require extraction, require purge, whatever it is. And for the whole movie, you assume the Red Queen's a person. You get to the inner center and it's just an AI. That's a much better way of doing it and having that, like, corporate secrecy. And mm. Not everyone knows every piece. Every There's all these hidden layers to it. But clearly I'm overthinking it. <laughs> <laughs> and there were so many times where I was just like, let them die. They've been bitten. Let them die. Don't drag yeah. them along. That's just wasting your energy. There was some where it's like, I've seen movies where people get bitten. It's like a big deal. Like they get bit once. People in this movie got bit multiple times. Like Michelle Rodriguez got like bit like seven times. Yes. Like seven. And was like, yep, let's just keep going. It's like, we'll get you out of here. Like, just they keep. gave her the cure. And apparently the cure doesn't work. It doesn't work after a little while. Yeah. If, if you get can... bitten first, take the cure, all good. Yeah, the, that's why she wasn't sure. Because I was unsure. I'm like, wait, why are you you've cured her? What? Why do you think it's gonna happen? And then it was like apparently, like the longer it takes, it makes the cure less effective. So there was a chance she wasn't gonna turn. Which why is, not uh, put her in handcuffs? <laughs> they have or a mouth guard. <laughs> or a mouth guard. <laughs> yes, or a mouth guard. Get the little stabby thing. The little <laughs> but like, I was just thinking that the whole time. Like, if she turns, keep her in handcuffs. If she doesn't, great, let her go. Like, how yeah. is that a fucking? How is that a thought that doesn't pop into someone's mind? <laughs> oh. Oh, any final thoughts before we do recommendations? I mean, I'm pretty sure we're not recommending this movie. For, like, yeah, I think it's not, fine. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to complete the set and watch all of them, yeah, it's 
you're not going to hate it. It's just going to be a meh time. It's like, you'll probably find issues with it, but it's meh. But if you want to be like completionist like me, I wouldn't start at two. I would have to start at one and walk my way up. <laughs> but it's not definitely, it's definitely not a must watch. Uh, it's not like, yeah. Oh my God. I feel like it's, it's more preposterous as they go along. And so I think it reaches a point whereby it's so preposterous that it becomes fun. Like mm. this film wasn't preposterous enough. But like mm. there wasn't enough joy to be had or fun to be had in it. It wasn't as fun as uh, what I remembered for sure. No, no. Just a final thought. I really love the name Raccoon City. That's my favorite named city ever. It's somewhat <laughs> yeah. it's it's somewhat realistic but also dumb at the same time. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like uh, I like a lot of the Raccoon City stuff from the games. Like the the police force have a specialist. They don't have SWAT. They have stars. Yes, <laughs> which is the best. And the Raccoon City Police Department, RCPD, baby, that's where it's at. <laughs> and if you notice, Zach, a little Easter egg is that right I at the end. It. You saw it, yeah. They see the stars thing right at the end. It's like. It's a gift to your little you little fans. You also see the stars on the guy's badge because he's a member of stars. Um, but <laughs> that's really strange to me because if you're a fan of the video games, generally you're a fan of the, the characters in the video games because there's like consistent characters throughout who would like really douchey, but they're fun. And they're just not in this movie at all. And I just feel like if you watch this as a fan of the movies, of the games, you'd be like, uh, nothing in here for me, I don't think. There's <laughs> just nothing here for me. Come on, Alice is there, which conveniently uh, does not. We don't actually find out her name. We find out her name in the credits. Um, yeah, no one like, refers to her as Alice throughout the entire and, film. And there are a lot other. There are a lot of other like female characters in that series that are much better well known than Alice. <laughs> she's the best. Look at her go. She's clearly very skilled. Mm. She's mm. outstanding, mate. So outstanding. All right, so I think you can feel the vibe coming off us about this movie. So. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for uh, bringing it, Alex. Thank you for... I'm glad you got to relive it with us and you've changed your tune a little bit. Sounds I'm about sorry. Right. It's okay. This is what no, this is why we do this. It. It's about learning. And I'm, I'm meant to watch it. I plan to watch it. I'm glad I have now. I can tick it off the list never to return. Um, what else have we been watching? Who wants to hit me with some stuff? God, I've been watching so much stuff. A lot of, like, trash, so that whatever. But I, I did watch Line of Duty. I've watched four seasons of Line of Duty so far. I'm almost on the fifth. Are you loving it? I'm enjoying it. Um, <laughs> I thought it was going to be British The Wire because the first season is very British The Wire. Yes. Then I got to the second season and it's just not. <laughs> it is like, it, it, it like looks at corruption at all these levels, but it's not like a sensible thought out. It's like dramatic <laughs> as it's all buggery. It's so dramatic. It's so dramatic and it's so like kind of contrived and there's always like... But I will say I fucking adore how much they they quote like police regulations. It, there's something in me that like goes oh when they just talk <laughs> about how book thirty two C reg eighteen A hasn't been filled out or this form, so you're going to get a, a register fifteen notice because yeah. you fucked up a reg fifteen notice. Yes, love it. Yeah, love. And it's like it's like that's their job. And then there's like the first one of the first few times when they're coming up against Lindsay Denton, she's like just outclassing them a bit, and it's like. Oof, that's crazy. <laughs> I want to talk about that. That was the moment where I was like, oh, this is not a serious show. Because her first encounter with them, she conveniently finds one piece of dirt on each of the three protagonists. Conveniently, at the right time, at the right place, they've each got a piece of dirt that she finds yep. that is related to the case. And I was like, what is this show? <laughs> Poor it's Lindsay. I feel sorry for Lindsay. No, she's a horrible person. <laughs> 
She does suck, but she she doesn't help she herself. She goes to the ringer. She really well, doesn't no, help herself. She goes she... to the ringer because she's a fucking bent cop, <laughs> mate. <laughs> I do like, love some of the sayings, though. A bent oh. copper, uh, you know. This relates to Resident Evil, bad. by the way. There's a scene where the, the soldiers are going down the stairs, and all I could think was, oh, police, oh, police. <laughs> Oh dear! Fuck yeah, no. But uh, quality show. I've enjoyed watching it quite a lot. I thought Steve was milk toast at the start, and I quite like Steve <laughs> now. Uh, I love their de- uh, I love their their gaffer. Um, Hastings, uh, yes. Yeah, Hastings is cool. I'm quite. I was kind of burnt out by season four. Then the season four ended, and I was like, now I'm kind of excited for season five. But I think Roz is probably one of the worst people in the show, but at the very least, she admits to it, which is just <laughs> so fucking rare across all these people they investigate. She's the first one to say, yeah, yeah I was a bad person. Take me away. Uh, Lindsay yeah. never does that. Lindsay no. maintains that she's innocent, even though we know she's not. It's fucking so bad. There are anyway. so many gotcha moments in that in that thing. It's like, oh, my God, you went there? I was like, you know, there's so many moments. There's one incident with a chainsaw. And I just remember the shot that they've got of the chainsaw, and you'll know what I'm talking about. Someone's going to in cut up a body. You know, in season four, someone goes to chop oh. up a body, and uh, and then something happens there with the chainsaw, and you're like, oh my God. Or someone's in a hospital and uh, takes the scenic route out of the hospital. Uh, I think you'll both know what yeah. I'm alluding to there in a, in a roundabout way. That's like the first big moment where you're like, oh, this show is different sometimes from other shows. <laughs> But yeah, and that's the thing. It's like if you binge out, burnout is real. Like, yeah, we got burnt out and we haven't picked it up since I think Andy Newton's season was our last season. So we finished four. And then we just like, we need a break. There's too much, like, there's too much corruption. Uh, I don't know who to trust and it's burning me out. I was just really sick of the formula by season four. Yeah, that's just like, true. yeah, okay, whatever. Can you just find a case that's not related to the fucking pedophile ring, please? That's also the thing is like, when I first watched the first season, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. It's going to be different things each each season. And then it's like every season maybe starts a little different, but then you realize it's all connected. And I just got a bit sick of it being all connected. I'm like, can we just do like a different corrupt? Like someone's just off doing their own corruption. Not all the corruption has to be connected, right? And now it's all connected. Um, I will say without spoilers and without like, I'm going to ask you both to not say anything. I liked Dot a lot. Mm-hmm. I thought Dot was a fantastic character and I really liked his whole arc. Um, but I won't say anything else. Good show. Yeah, glad yeah. that you guys recommended um, I'm glad you enjoyed it. That's good. The other show that I've been watching a few other things. I did see the Star Wars animated one, which Visions. I liked three of them and the rest of them were fine. It's more for kids, but there were three like really neat ones that I, I enjoyed quite a lot. And I've been watching a show this weekend called Midnight Mass. And I think it's only oh, just come out on Netflix. It's the guy who did Haunting of Hill House. It is the guy who did Haunting of Hill House. I don't think it's as good, but damn, I'm enjoying it. And I would say anyone who's like looking at it going, uh, Watch two episodes of it, and if you're not into it after the end of the second episode, that's completely fine. But damn, am I so, like, kind of thrilled with how much it's, like, I don't know. Morgan, have you watched it as well? No, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to be into it or not, because I liked Haunting, but I've heard this is different, so I wasn't sure if I'd... You'll like it, Morgan. Yeah, all right. You'll like it. All right. I think so. Um, that's all Nosh, I, I think so as well. I don't know. You haven't watched Hill House, have you? I haven't, no. I sat through I many a podcast where you uh, were chatting about it and I just sort of smile and <laughs> nod and and sort of carry on. Kind of like you yeah. when uh, Morgan and I sort of talk about reality TV. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's different. My show is good. Um, <laughs> 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 no, but, 
Yeah, no, I'm glad, Morgan, because I think you should watch it. I think you should. I was so interested in it and the story and the mystery of it. And, and it's really strange because I can't, I don't think I can actually say anything to recommend it without kind of spoiling something, <laughs> yeah. which is a bloody shame because it's definitely worth watching, I think. And I don't think it's as high a quality as Hill House by any degree, but it's still got a lot of the same notes in there and it still hits a lot of the same like emotional reson- resonances sometimes. And I'm like, oh, that's really nice. Oh, I, I feel pleasant. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I, I'd recommend it, Nosh, Morgan. I, I think you would. And Nosh, go watch Hill House, please. I think you'll love Hill House. <laughs> I will. I will. It is Spooktober after all. There you it's go. It's a good time. That's me done. Thanks, guys. All righty. I'll just quickly blast through a couple of my things. Mm-hmm. Um, watch Jaws. That was a good fun time. Uh, oh, yeah. Still holds up. Still very good. Um, the effects are amazing. Very, very good movie. Uh, mm. So definitely, work, if you haven't seen that, check it out. Also watched uh, Ryan Reynolds' movie Free Guy that uh, is one of the new ones. That was quite fun. Um, yeah. it, is, it, is a sim- it is a video game movie, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I thought the way that they did that was interesting because I, I wasn't sure how much of it or like if it was just all in a video game. But I liked the way they kind of like nutted that out and how it worked. I thought it was interesting. And it was just a good, fun, um, feel-good movie. Nothing too special, but also very fun. Similar to maybe like... A, had some stuff like Ralph uh, breaks the internet, some okay. um, Lego movie stuff. Similar. Apart from that, continuing to watch Morning Wars or Morning Show, that's good. And we started another show called Hacks, which is uh, very popular at the moment. It's about mm. a comedian, an old uh, an old comedian who has her residency at Las Vegas, but she's might be losing that, and she uh, her agent oh. sends her a new like. Uh, a writer who has who tweeted some stuff and now can't get work, so they've partnered I've really together. I saw a trailer for that show. I really want to watch that show. It looks so good. Yeah. We've, <laughs> I'll only, be honest. we've only watched two episodes and like, I was like, yeah, I'll watch it. I don't know if I'll be into it, but I was like, no, nah, I'm enjoying it. It's great. Mm. Same with morning wars is like, you want to watch this? I'm like, I'll watch an episode and see if I'm do- into it. Immediately hooks me every time. Just like, yep, I'm in, I'm into it. But um, apart from <laughs> that, um, haven't really been watching much else. So that's me done. Mm-hmm. Oh, sunny boy. Still good. <laughs> Thank you for the update. I was going to ask. Uh, Um, I just wanted to quickly touch on something because I've talked about watching it, but we had some news. So I just want to talk about because I'm heavy into Doctor Who right now. And we just got the news that Russell T. Davies is coming back. And I figured you guys would be pretty hyped with that. I'm so excited for that. I will watch Doctor Who again. (laughs) (laughs) So fucking happy that RT is back. I'm so looking forward to it, man. I cannot wait till he fixes it. Um, what have I been watching? Uh, Vigil. I've been watching Vigil. Vigil continues. Uh, Vigil is murder mystery on a submarine yeah, by the creators of Line of Duty. Uh, credit this. So you know, it's 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 interesting. It sort of ended. Uh, the most recent episode ended in a way I was like, "Come on, I've got to wait a week." Uh, <laughs> it sort of made me feel like, "Oh, um, it's back to that old formula." And I'm, yeah, anyway, it's not it's not bingeable. Um. I finished Sex Education season three. Good time. It was a very good. It was a very good season. I read somewhere that they thought season three wasn't as good as some of the earlier seasons. I still think the writing's pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, the characterizations is pretty strong. I think. I think they did like. I, I changed like like first few seasons. You're like, oh yeah, I like these characters. They're pretty good. And then like they've made some decisions now where it's like these people. The writing has redeemed these people. And it's maybe taken away some of the people I liked before. But it's good. It's showing this growth and development. So it's I think it's achieving what it wants to. And I feel like 
you know, I got through the season. I feel like they're hedging their bets a little bit in case any of the central trio don't want to come back. We've sort of fleshed out some of the side characters around them that the show mm. can function without them. Um, so there's that too. But I, mm. I quite I quite enjoyed it. Um, I was watching Making It. It's a new reality TV series uh, out on Channel 10. It's about arts and crafts. Because I remember you recommended the American one. The American so, one is ago. so much better uh, because this one, it just seems to go on. The episodes drag <sighs> through. They do two challenges, Zach. A, a short craft and then a longer craft. And the episode is structured in a way whereby we spend like a good 45 minutes on the short craft. And then I feel like we spend 20 minutes on the larger craft. It's just, it's too slow. It's just, it needs to pick up some pace. But yeah, um, I, I, the ads weren't selling it for me. And then we just put on an episode once and I pretty much, I was working on my laptop through the whole thing and I was not, yeah. I was like, it just lost me. I was like looking up every now and then and just was nodding. It just was not, I don't think it's going to get renewed. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. And I feel like the um, Amy Poehler and, oh God, what's his name? What's Ron Swanson's, the actor's name. I feel like their dynamic is, much better than... Uh, yeah, that's a great dynamic. Yeah. Um, I watched... I finished off Nine Perfect Strangers. I persisted through to the end. Through to the end. It started strong. It got really weak. I was ready to give it up, but I was so far in. I'm like, it's only an eight-episode season. Just push through. And the last episode was actually fairly decent. So it had a really good start. I think a pretty it's good like, end. It's like and Zach's this... journey with... Um, Sunny Boy. Sunny Boy. <laughs> And this sort of meandering crap that we had to wade through before getting to the oh, end. No, Sunny Boy has been good for a while. <laughs> Sunny, Boy, Sunny Boy was really strange and bad at the start, and now I'm I'm right in there. <laughs> and uh, uh, props go to my, my cousin, who uh, has been getting some Amazon orders in physical media. She's a big physical media fan, much like myself. And when she finds something that she likes, she will mail it to me. We've been doing this through the pandemic. That's nice. Uh, it's nice. It's a nice family thing. So she mailed. Uh, it's a it's a British cop show uh, called Messiah. It's a murder mystery type show. It's like late nineties. Had no, never heard of it before in my life, and uh, it was fairly decent. It was, it was only two episodes the first season, but it was it came about three hours, three and a half hours. So they were movie length episodes, and. Um, it was really quite good. I really, I didn't pick the killer. I was like, oh, that's good. I quite like it when I don't pick the killer. And he surprised me. And it still is logical uh, okay. by the end of it. Uh, it's not just like, I oh, gotcha. Uh, but no, I quite enjoyed that. Can I say I kind of like that about Line of Duty is that you kind of know who the bad guy is the whole season. <laughs> and it's just about guessing, like, kind of, oh, well, what actually happened? What went down? Why are you being so, like, what, what what's the motive for just being such a lying, manipulative piece of shit. <laughs> and watch and you them find catch out, them, you know? too. Yeah, 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 it's good. It's and good. then, like, watch them, like, know the whole time. Like, they know and they know they just need to catch them out or, like, get evidence. Like, it's like, we know you're brought, we just don't have, we can't do anything to you yet, but we'll get you. <laughs> and, like, the juicier moments when you're like, okay, that's a key piece of evidence against them. What dirty thing are they going to do to get out from underneath this? How are they going to fucking set it up so it doesn't matter that they've got a key piece of evidence, you know? How are they going to fucking worm out of it? Mm. Great. Great. <laughs> yeah. I, I, has anyone else got anything else? No, no, that that's me, I think. Yeah, so just before we finish up, I just wanted to touch on two shows that I really like, just finished up recently and had some wonder. Like, shows can either end poorly or they can end well, and I think both these shows 
went out with a nice little bang. So that would be uh, Rosehaven, recently finished. Uh, that was a lovely ending. Dad told me that. Do you, do you watch it or does your dad watch it? Or? No, dad watches it and he says he said it ended really, really well. It was a very nice ending. Like I wasn't sure how they were going to do it, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And it just it kind of made me, I was like, man, I want more. But um, no, it was a, a lovely ending. And I think, yeah, I'll be interested to see what they'll do next because this has been like big part of their lives. But um, mm. some of like Celia has been doing a bunch of other stuff. So hopefully... Um, they'll be great. They were great in Utopia as well. So, yeah. and then the other one, which had a big um, problem this season with what with uh, COVID and then certain political climate, is Brooklyn Nine Nine. It had its last season and it uh, finished pretty well as well. They had to change a lot of the writing for their last season, considering the political climate in America. And also, Boy. it um, ended very well, I think, for what that that show is great. If you haven't watched it, definitely worth watching. Mm. We rewatched it in the last year. Very good show, very funny comedy, and nice ending as well. I think they ended it pretty well. So uh, let's keep that trend going. All the good shows should end well. <laughs> or they'll get a second chance in about 20 years. Like Dexter is coming back for a revival series because okay. it ended so poorly that they want a revival series to give it another chance to end well. For Game of Thrones to come out and do the same thing. I will say I'm kind of wrapping on Wheel of Time. I think I'm excited for it. I think I'm I'm <laughs> genuinely positive towards it at the moment. Uh, I've been looking at a whole bunch of stuff. I've been trying to read some stuff. Seems I, I think I might be into it. I'm, I'm I've come to a place where it's like I just if I can just get um, some things out of it, I think I'll be happy. Uh, yeah, no, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what it's like. Yeah. Exciting times ahead. Uh, thank you again, Alex, for uh, your contribution to Spooktober 2021. I'll be better next year, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't make a promise you can't keep. Uh, and we'll be back in another week because it's Spooktober with Zach's zombie movie of choice. So that should be definitely an interesting time. Zach, infamously not a fan of zombie movies, so it'll be interesting to see what he picks. Look there, Ben. Hi, <laughs> everyone. Uh, until then, see you next see week. This has been a Spiky Trap Radio production. For more Spiky Trap Radio content, please head to spikytrap.com.